If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Thanks to Audible for supporting The Instance. Start listening with a 30-day trial. Choose one audiobook plus two Audible originals absolutely free when you go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the instance, episode 572. It is September 20th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by the one and the only, quite literally, Patrick Beja, all the way from uh, wherever the hell you are, Finland. Hi. Yes. Uh, I'm probably the only Patrick Beja in Finland. I don't know that I'm the only Patrick Beja, period. There oh. might be another one. You think there, I mean, if we had to, I just switched us what to, happened? I switched us to Eastern time. time. Sorry. Oh, that'll help you. your That'll help your lag. Uh, we, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I've never met another Patrick Beja in my entire life, but if they're out there, uh, get in mm. touch, man. I'm sure they're listening, Make you know. yourselves known. <laughs> Maybe they listen to the show. Weirder things have happened. Don't seal my identity. No. Uh, I don't think my kid would like you as much as he likes me. No. I hope. Probably not. There's a thing about kids. They bond to the parents because they're the first person they really know and they know they're taking care of them. The minute you put them out in the wild Mm. and you got some stranger, uh, they they don't know what to do with those people. Yeah. Wait, so you mean that in order for my kid to start taking uh, caring about me, I have to take start taking care of him? Yeah, you have That's to change diapers and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh crap! I know. I was doing it wrong. I, uh, Although <laughs> after playing hide and seek for a little bit earlier today, yeah, um, he did say he wanted to uh, play cat, which is Mario Kart. Oh. Um, and so he got ten minutes of Mario Kart, which is a little treat he sometimes gets, and he's starting to understand that when you press a certain button, it makes the cart go forward. Mm. Um. And when you press another one, it makes the cart go backwards. So based on his intrinsic understanding of games uh, at that very high level, I think it's fairly clear that we are related and that he uh, cares for me deeply. I love that you're starting with a with a Nintendo game and him because I did the same thing with Nick. When Nick was a, a little dude, He um, his first game was Mario 64 uh, that I let him play. And uh, he uh, and that game was kind of old at that point. We'd had it for a long time, but it seemed like the thing that he gravitated to. But here's the funny thing. He would get into that game and he would learn very quickly how to move around and stuff and jump. But he just started running and jumping off the edge of things and killing Mario over and over (laughs) on purpose. And it kind of it kind of became the way Nick would game for about seven years of his life where really he was less into if there was an objective. He didn't care. If even when I introduced him to WoW, he would be, and he was like seven or eight years old. He would still be like, "Well, I could go do these quests, but really, what I want to do is see how far I can jump off that cliff." Like 
It was a <laughs> weird thing. <laughs> a really weird phase for it the kid. Yeah. Now he's great. He's, you know, does all he's supposed to do and does his quests. And does I mean, no thing. judgment. It was great to jump off cliffs as well, <laughs> you know, as a video game character. Sure. You know, that actually makes made me think we we will start the show, the actual show in a second. Yeah. But it's somewhat related. Um, last episode, for those who remembered, uh, as we were starting, my uh, son came into the room. He's 18, 19, wait, 20 months old? Jeez. 20 months old. Uh, keeps growing up. Uh, he keeps growing. It's incredible. He showed up in the room and he was like, Papa, hey, hey. And, and so I took him up and you heard his voice a little bit on the show. That And, and talking about Nick, that made me realize uh, a few days after that, mm. that soon he will be old enough to contribute a uh, voice or stinger or something mm-hmm. for the show. Oh, yeah. We should totally and do that. Yeah. So, you know, he he might, like, uh, add to the town crier jingle or something, and it will be a continuing uh, generation of kids and uh, adults becoming, and kids and everything in multiple generations. In, in 85 years, there will have been, like, it's like, I don't know, uh, 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 Iron Man and Captain America. There will have been five of them, and you will have a whole history and lore mm-hmm. about who was the town crier, when, yeah. and all of that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, it'll exciting. be it'll be heralded for ages. What we've done here with the town crier. Uh, <laughs> by the way, this is uh, so. This is uh, my daughter's little one, who's only uh, eight months old. These are. This is him getting excited about a book. All right, so allow me this this indulgence. Uh, it's only six seconds. Here you go. So all, it's his favorite book. You just show it to him, and he does this. <laughs> he gets so excited, dude. He can't wait for that thing. <laughs> so uh, anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> I, do you want to hear my? Well, no. Okay, yeah, let's, go let's ahead. Play it. Play it. Don't no, play it. Father pride. Come on. Okay. Lay it out there. Go. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. I I have to find it. Uh, there was a video where he was laughing, and it's the cutest thing you will ever hear. Okay. Um, I'm if ready. I can find it, I'm ready. Here's a sneeze and a fart uh, from Van before you find it. There you go. He farted then sneezed immediately, which is the best. That was like when he was two that months is old. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Here's his fir- um, here's his first yell. All right, that was like four. The first one. Yeah, five months ago or something. He did his first. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so I have. Oh, it's in the videos, obviously. And where is it? <laughs> Crap. I don't have it. It's all right. This is your bad father. You need to go back to father school. Let's get it going. June 3rd. Wait, it's in April. Um, oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. So my wife is jumping. And he is laughing. So that's this is him laughing. Oh. <laughs> it's adorable. There you go. I love there you it. Go. All right. I that love it. Look, there's nothing wrong with this. There's some hardcore freaking edgelord uh, wild players right now. They're just like, get to the game. And I'm like, no. This is great. This is good stuff. This is life itself. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that was fantastic, right. dude. But, well but done. seriously, though, let's get to the Yeah, game. let's do the show. All right. We're going to talk a bunch about World of Warcraft, which I have uh, spent all my time in. That is where I've been. 
is World of Warcraft. I haven't really played any other games in the last week. Well, that's not true. I played a little bit of... Uh, oh, I, I don't know if you know this, but the latest... Uh, last year's um, uh, uh, Lara Croft game, uh, the, the Tomb Raider deal there, which I know uh, didn't the sell... One? Yeah, it didn't sh- sell very well. Uh, no one told me how beautiful that thing was. Good Lord. That thing is probably the best video, best looking video game I've seen ever, maybe. Are you playing on PC? Yes. Uh, at, a, wow. at 4K and 60 frames per second maximum, everything. And I have never seen a prettier video game in my entire life. And I don't know why no one said anything to me a year ago. Do, not do to- you have a ray tracing capable card? I do. But as far as I know, that game's not doing ray tracing. As far as Yes, I know. it is. I, I believe it was one of the first ones that uh, did it. That might be why. Oh, that You're very well could be why. experiencing the first... Wait. Is it uh, Shadow? I'm going to do some hardcore Googling. Right shadow here. shadow uh, of the, the, the deal. Shadow of, of the, the Tomb, Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, what are we looking for? Ray tracing. It's tracing all the rays. Is it got all the rays? I don't say, think it's tracing all the rays. Ray tracing video, GeForce RTX. Yeah, so that's why. Oh, um, all right. I didn't know there's some, maybe there's some default stuff I didn't realize was on. I, I, all I know is... Although Dice Tomato in the chat is saying it's only ray tracing the shadows it's pretty good though it's pretty good probably not full ray tracing so thanks so yeah thanks for the 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 correction but it just blew my freaking mind that's the only other thing i've touched though otherwise i've been in azeroth uh and uh, parts thereof all week and uh because i was gonna get flying my goal but today was to pop in here today and go hey patrick guess who has flying and battle for azeroth scott johnson does (laughs) But it didn't quite happen. But you didn't get it? I, no, I'm still a little shy mm-hmm. on both the, the Mechagon and the Najatar crap, uh, which is a bit of a grind given... Well, there's two things at play there. It's easy to grind out older rep, um, meaning like Voldoon and, you know, all the... You know, the... Or the not Voldoon, like the uh, turtle stuff and all that because everything in there is... Uh, you, you've, you've, you've eye-leveled past a point where they're hard to fight. In other words... It's two or three shots and things are dead. But in those new zones, that's not true. They've all been beefed up. They're more dangerous. They hit harder and you take longer to kill them if you're like around 400 eye level or whatever. And so it just takes longer. There are angry mobs everywhere. <laughs> and it's just a bit of a it's just a bit of a fight in there. In fact, if anything, that whole place. So it's a little bit like Black Friday at Walmart. I kind of like that. Uh, you know what it's like? It reminds me of, and this is so funny because on the one hand, I hear people complain about it. On the other hand, they're playing, they're playing so much um, classic. But I would argue that Najdatar in particular is hard like classic. <laughs> like it's that kind of hard. It's just sh- really hard mobs and they chase you forever and. And they gang up, and before you know it, there's five of them on you. And if you don't have a feigned death or something to get out of there, you're screwed. Like, you die there more. Like, it's just, it's a hard place to be. It's a, it's hard living in uh, in that place. But anyway, I still got to grind out those two factions uh, of rep, and then I'm done. Um, but I got everything else up to that point finished and done and ready. Um, I, it turns out I had a couple of weird locations in like Stormsong or uh, where is it? Um, sorry, Drusvar, where it was like some weird corner of that place I hadn't revealed yet or hadn't explored. So I went and did a bunch of that, um, but just worked away this week on finishing out the turtles because I neglected them. I'll admit it. BFA came out. You didn't. 
you didn't help them reach the water. I mean, are you proud of yourself? <laughs> well, here's the weird thing, because now not only do they have you helping some turtles reach the water, now they have you alternately helping the crabs eat the eat the yeah, turtles. Yeah, that is that is kind of uh, disconcerting. What twisted? I don't know where my allegiance is like. Right. What kind of twisted dark dark business is that anyway? Having you save the turtles and then save the crabs? It makes no sense. But anyway, as a result. Uh, I finally, because, okay, so when, when things were in full bloom in world questing in this expansion, I avoided turtle quests. I was like, I'm going to do all the other stuff. Oh, that's a turtle quest? F off. F right off. I'm not doing you right now. I'm not in the mood. And so I just kind of, uh, you know, ignored them. So when I finally got this hair up my butt to get flying, I went, well, let's see where I'm at. And, of course, everything's way over-revered except for turtles because I avoided them. Now I'm done with turtles. I've done all I had to with the turtles. They're mm. happy. I had a little, uh, oh, I forgot to get his name, but somebody sent me a nice little, um, you know, get, get 10, 10 uh, turtle rep for doing any rep in the game so I could do any stuff. And even if there were no turtle quests, I could get other rep for, for those turtles. I forget the name of the glyph thing. but So once again, yeah. once again, Scott was boosted by the community <laughs> yeah. and avoided doing the hard work that regular players yeah. have to you know that's how i got my first hundred thousand gold was someone just gave it to me oh i know i remember <laughs> someone was like oh, i'm not gonna play anymore here you go yeah by the way that person's back and they play now but i <laughs> did I, you return no hell, hell no that was long spent oh although with you know with with uh wow inflation that hundred thousand wouldn't have been much yeah that's true anyway. i do i do when i see them though i like to i like to slowly ride past to them. wave dollar bills in their face <laughs> and be like ha, ha. well in particular i like to ride past them on my big um what, what's the what's the pandaria mount that lets the grand you... mount no oh the pandarian yeah the one that lets you do uh it's very expensive the yaks yeah the yak the the expedition yak uh mm -hmm. i like to saunter past there because that's basically what i paid for that thing was like what was it 100 100 grand or whatever it costs Something and, uh, like that. Yeah, I like to cosplay at will and sell shit to the other guy on the other side, and, <laughs> and then just kind of go, yeah, you know who paid for this ride. But anyway, I I try not to rub it in his face. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's what I have been doing all week, and uh, I'm excited for some of the stuff that's upcoming. So let's talk. Uh, we have some classic stuff to talk about as well, but let's talk about eight point two point five. There's some pretty interesting stuff in here. Um, there's the sync thing which i want to talk about first party sync have you heard of this party sync before patrick is this a thing you've heard of i have all right uh let's imagine you're level five okay or you're 10 okay, or something that's a bit let's say extreme you're, let's say you're let's say you're uh, let's say you're 20 okay no let's say right, let's say better. you're 50 let's say you're 50 and i'm level 120 and you're like oh man we should hang out uh, i'd say oh yeah that'd be cool let's do it uh, I can party with you and then sync our party so that I am now basically level 50 in terms of uh, I get scaled down. And that includes my abilities, by the way. So I will be level 50 in every possible way, including I don't have abilities yet that I would normally have or talents that I've unlocked. I will only have what you have at level 50 if we were the same class, I guess, but you know, whatever, whatever my hunter gets at 50, I will have, 
and I will have nothing beyond that. That stuff goes away during the time so that we are synced. You need to rearrange your uh, bars every time you <laughs> do that, which is In theory, fun. yes, but I suspect... Well, it's not that big a deal, I suppose. You know, you might even not need to rearrange them, and they might just, just gray use out, the right? Buttons yeah. and are, yeah, yeah, they yeah. just gray out. And you're but, like, yeah. So, I, I don't have friends, and I don't play with people. I always play alone, <laughs> so I don't know this. But couldn't you already? Uh, wasn't there a level scaling happening when you would join a friend who was under level, mm, or am no. I misremembering this? No, especially. There, there, there may have been some sort of forgiveness, not forgiveness, some looseness when it came to some gaps of 10 levels or something like that. But when it came to you actually being right there with them in full equality, that did not exist yet. And it, okay. it will exist here. Uh, and it will coincide so, with things like, you know, the leveling zones that are also scaled. All, all of that stuff sort of works. So if you if you level from 40 to 50 with your friend and then you, or let's say 50 to 60 with your friend and then you guys go enter, um, I guess OG WoW gets up to level 60, right? And then let's see. Mm. Where, so let's say you started in Wrath of the Lich King. You could go together and keep going. Now, you wouldn't unlock your stuff like, bling, you have a new thing. It would just now be usable again because you've already had it. Right, like it was already a thing that you un, you earn, and the minute you unparty, you've got all your shit back anyway. Um, but I think this is an interesting thing because, first of all, it assumes uh, something that I, I'm sure Blizzard could tell us is true. I, I, I mean, they're not saying this explicitly, but this presumes that there are a bunch of people who are still altaholics and are still leveling up characters and aren't necessarily boosting to 110 and only leveling those guys. Like, there's a I mean, I know this is true because I've got a level 40 or so, just under 40 uh, warrior out there in retail who's running into people all the time. So I know there are other people leveling around this level. Um, and so this is their way of saying, you know what? Here, here's a way to, to, to bring back, you know, Classic in a lot of ways has brought back this idea of you've got to work with people. You have to find friends if you don't have them. You have to work together to do this stuff like you did in 04. So... Hey, what if retail had a way for some of your friends to do some of that stuff and take advantage of cross server and you know the other things that usually limit you? But in theory, Patrick and I could go, regardless of where we live, go and play together. You know, so you could have a whole team of five of you running dungeons, even. And there are benefits that to, to that than that are not just helping your pals. Um, let me pull up this note here because I thought this was interesting. Well, there's they sync up the quests, and uh, so I guess you get a little bit of XP for completing the quests that your friend who's at that level has, and stuff like that. I mean, I'm the the chat room mentioned the level scaling of the zones, which I kind of assumed would work with the dungeons, and I guess maybe it does, but it's just right. it will sync you to the max level of that zone, and in this case, it will sync. I'm guessing to the exact level of your friend. Correct. Um. With the limit of the max level of the zone, of course. And it does a bunch of other things. The uh, quests that you can uh, replay if you've already done them or just play if you... And, and stuff like that, which is very cool. I'm Honestly, there are so many ways to scale everything in this game with time walking and everything. I kind of forgot that this wasn't already uh, a thing. I can't remember what... I guess it's Diablo that does that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the Diablo influence in me. <laughs> that guy kind of um, 
got all of this confused. Um, Wait, but yeah, Diab it's it's yeah. awesome. I didn't know Diablo did that. Did they do that? Was that a yeah. thing they do? Diablo scales with level when you're no. I didn't think Doesn't you it? could team up and have it scale. I don't know actually, because that's what you do. You go with friends, you and you go run yeah, a bunch you of dungeons. Power and, leveled. Maybe and you get power level is what you do, but then you catch okay. up. Okay. Well. Okay. I don't know. Never mind then. What there's some kind of thinking in Diablo. There is something going remember. on there. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. But look at this here. You got okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna use their words. They say party sync is a new feature that makes it easier than ever to friend up uh, and party up and quest together. When players activate party sync, everybody in the party becomes aligned to the same quest state and phase. By mousing over a quest in your tracker, you can see who uh, is on a given quest, what their progress is, and who is ready to turn it in. You'll also have access to a replay quest feature that allows players who have already completed certain quests to replay those quests with their friends for rewards that are appropriate to their current level, regardless of the original level of the quest. Quests can be replayed for rewards once a day. So even you, Mr. Top High Level Guy, can get a benefit to your current level. Like, in other words, you're not just... If you get an item, it's really a 120 version of that thing. Does that make sense? That's what I read here. Without clarification, that's my understanding, is that you're going to get gold and other stuff that's commensurate to your high level, not your synced level. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I am confused. I guess it does. It does Let's make sense. Yes. I, maybe there's um, some clarification, I mean, and maybe they have it out there already. But I, my, my, my thing on this is, are there benefits to me doing this other than I get to hang out with my pals? And it sounds like yes. Because the way it says there, again, it says, you'll also have access to replay quests. Uh, feature allows players to have already completed. Blah, blah, blah. Then it says... Uh, quest with friends for rewards that are appropriate to their current their current level regarding the original level of the quest or regardless of the original level of the quest quest can be replayed for rewards once yeah. a day i assume that means that there's a more there's more benefit than you just getting two copper and a and a bottle of troll sweat is what i mean you know what i mean yeah but it seems it seems like especially if you're you know if you're not max level yet because when you're max level there will be uh items that are i you know the eye level goes higher and higher as the expansion goes on. So if you're 120 and you've been doing content from Najatar, I think it's unlikely that you're going to get something that you can use from a quest uh, scaled item reward mm -hmm. uh, at level 50 or whatever the level. But if you're level 90 and your friend happens to be level 50, then you can go quest together. I was thinking somehow for some reason, that it was mostly applicable to dungeons, but obviously it's also for quests. Oh, yeah. So you can just go hang out, do something together, replay the quest, and if you're level yeah, 90, as we said, um, you can get just... Loulou, il faut aller manger maintenant. Oui, oui. 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 Tu dis bisous? Tu dis bisous? Oh, let's hear him. <laughs> he just sent a kiss. Oh, that's cute! Ciao, ciao. Oh man, he, he can open doors now. I'm sorry, this is going to keep happening. <laughs> um, wait, but what is yeah, chow? Wait, chow chow. Like which language is which language is chow chow? What's that? Oh well, we say it in French, but obviously it's Italian. Oh, it just means goodbye or yes. see you later. It's kind of a cute little goodbye thing. Okay, exactly. All right, I'm learning. Uh, but yeah, so you can you can you know if you're level ninety, uh, hook up with your level fifty friends, and you're gonna get an item that you can actually use. This is awesome. Yeah. It's uh, again, I think it's a little bit less applicable um, for people who are at max level. They're gonna 
not going to get many items uh, they can use, I guess. But uh, for everyone else, it's it's it actually makes it valuable and fun to play with your friends at different levels. Yeah, it's super cool. And my kids, my two daughters are playing and they're they're trying some alts and doing some stuff. And these characters are in their like mid 70 levels. I would love to go play with them with my main and not have to worry about not having a character that could. Yeah, do it. exactly. So I'm totally going to do that and I look forward to it and I'll report on how it goes. They also say they relaxed level restrictions so lower level players can queue for instance content such as battlegrounds and dungeons, which you mentioned before. And so we kind of knew that, but uh, it will again be in their level range. Uh, higher level players can choose to join them by having their level scaled down. Uh, they say, please note that unlike time walking, when you scale, you lose access to your abilities and powers temporarily anyway, such as Azerite traits, over level spells, abilities, talents, and trinkets uh, with, ex- you know, with requirements that exceed your reduced level. So again, that's a thing. Uh, I want to go try that. I want to go play an at-level version of Ragefire Chasm or something dumb. Like, I kind of want to go do it. Your items, though, scale with you, obviously, because right. you, would, you, you don't need to, like, have 15 different sets for each level range. Correct. So I guess, yeah. What would yeah. be interesting is, so this is what I want to know, though. If I'm in that, let's say I'm doing some ancient dungeon and... I'm running through that thing and loot drops from a from one of the bosses. And that loot, in the context that I'm scaled down, exceeds the thing I have with me that I actually earned in, you know, freaking, uh, you know, I got off a of Shara, let's say, uh, in modern war, you know, in, 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 in Endgame. Well, will, will I be able so to... So that's apply- what I mean. It's very unlikely that it would exceed it because you're actually for most of the life of the end game of an expansion you're getting items that aren't just appropriate for your level the ia level is higher and higher as the expansion progresses right. so it's not base level 120 item which is probably what it's going to be at level 50 if you're running a dungeon or getting a quest uh, reward mm-hmm. um it's probably i guess there could be somewhere if you do like super high level uh, raids or even high level dungeons from the end of an expansion while being uh uh scaled then it scales back up and if if it was like i don't know 50 eye levels above uh the things you would get at the max level end game of that expansion cycle mm-hmm. then it would get sca- uh, scaled up to higher than what you would get regular questing at max level now. Right. But I'm guessing they had something that, you know, they have something in there to um, to 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 f- make sure that doesn't happen. Because sure. otherwise people would go, scale, you know, uh, farm Ice Crown Citadel or something. Although, again, sorry, I keep going no, no, on. This is and good. On, but this is good. If you manage to, to uh, destroy the Lich King while scaled at that level maybe you do deserve an item that is very cool but i guess that opens up the game for so many specific exploity type things that maybe they don't want to see i mean for me i'd be happy if they just said hey you walk out of here with 300 gold or whatever like just give me a bunch of money um that would be enough for me to be motivated but also you know to be with friends is motivating also to see old content and play it at a somewhat uh difficult level is sounds like fun um, you know, I don't want to go back and just clear up one shot everything. I want to go in there and have a bit of a challenge. What really what they're giving us, it sounds like to me, it's like they're giving us more, uh, um, like a more individual selective 
time walking. Um, without all the tied in rewards and the rotating, oh, this week it's Pandaria. Like they're not doing that, but it, yeah. it's still and, like, and it's not just dungeons as well. Right, right. It's the entire like you could literally replay through Pandaria with a friend at appropriate level, um, which sounds easily. kind of fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the you know the big the bigger issue is and maybe they coincide this with the new recruit a friend feature on purpose. Like there's a reason that this these two happen at the same time because now you could in theory recruit a friend and and even if you you know didn't so if you didn't boost well, them. I guess they come with a boost. I though. think that was already the case with Recruit a Friend. When you would sync up, you would. There was some kind of syncing up with Recruit a Friend already. I'm seeing sync up everywhere now. I don't know. I think it's a it's an industry standard nowadays. Yeah. You're gonna walk and, around. Uh, you're gonna walk around to. You're gonna drive somewhere today, and you're gonna you're gonna see things that say sync up on them because now it's on your mind, and you're gonna everywhere. The world's out to get exactly. you or something. Anyway, we'll see what uh, happens there. I think it's interesting. Speaking of Recruit a Friend. Um, they are doing that. We talked about that kind of at length last week, so I don't need to go over it again. But new rewards. Some people are pissed, especially returning classic players are mad about the timing because in theory, had they come back and re-upped when this, was a, when this was already in effect and classic hadn't launched yet, they would have had access to those rewards as well. Now they kind of can't or you can't bring some it just made it more complicated. We've been through that. We don't have to go through it again, but I, I think I finally understand why people are ticked and I think I agree with them. We talked about it last week, so we don't have to do it again, but wait, which one? What are the, you? The recruiter friend thing that people are mad about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are always mad, so I'm not, it's not one of those things, but I, I could not last week when we started talking about it, I couldn't understand why everybody was so up in arms. I think I get it now. And I think yeah. it's, I think it's fair. Uh, anyway, so that's the thing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, they are doing a two new time walking raid. Also, Firelands is coming back in that regard. Um, that's funny. Right before they scaled levels in the game or scaled zones, I went back and did Firelands solo um, to get. I wanted a weapon. I can't remember what it was. A bow I liked or something. Um, and uh, I look forward to raiding that for real again. I really like Firelands like a lot. Like I forgot how much I like that place. That place is cool. And to me, that's the that's the raid I prefer with Ragnaros in it. <laughs> I like that a lot better than than Molten Core. So, uh, actually, looking forward to maybe running that with some friends. All right. Uh, so that's what's going on with eight point two. Uh, some interesting stuff overall, but for the most part, um, that thing is stands out to me. There's also a new raid. The new raid is Chromie separating the time strands, so we can all go do a bunch of old shit in other ways. And that whole raid will be major bosses from previous expansions that you get to go back in time and fight again as a new actual raid, like meaning top level, uh, you know, gear drops and stuff like that. So there's another example of let's go back. There's a lot of let's going back in Warcraft right now, isn't there? Like, man, between this and classic and everything else. Well, it's. It's the anniversary, the 15 years anniversary. Yeah, that's true. So. They should be giving us a mount. I'm kind of mad about what they're giving us. It's just a pet. Boo. Boo. Give us a mount. Boo. Anyway, uh, so that's the thing. Well, there's the there's the uh, collector's edition. Yeah. You know, the box you buy without a game in it. Yeah, that's that's out there. That's a thing. And uh, and you get mounts. You get the obsidian. obsidian. I managed to get one, I think. Think. the Hopefully alabaster thing is that the one no yeah. i mean the the box it was sold out in every store 
and I managed to jump on one, and so I I pre-ordered it, and so it should be there. Right, but isn't the mount you get that alabaster thing though? The look like cement. Uh, right, alabaster, not obsidian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What are yeah. you thinking? Jeez, get it together. Uh, but anyway, so there's that. And then uh, what was I going to say though? Oh, and the uh, my the word is there's a rumor that Chromie is uh, in it, and she's kickable in this raid, so you can walk up and just boot her across the room. So I'm really excited about that. I made that up. That's not true. You can't. You don't like. Me. Chromie? No, I don't like gnomes. And I know she's not a gnome. I know she's a dragon. She chooses to be well, a gnome she... form when she's not in a dragon form. But why would you do that? Why would you ever want to be a gnome in anything? Ever? Why? I think there's a number of uh, World of Warcraft players who will take <laughs> issue with what you're saying. However, um, if you complete the raid, you get a mount. You get the Obsidian Worldbreaker. Yes, which looks so, like uh, it looks like de uh, Deathwing. Deathwing. Yeah, I'm totally. It's a mini that. Deathwing. So you do get a, ra a mount. What are you complaining about? I'm not complaining, except that they didn't say they didn't clarify whether uh, LFR can get it or if it's strictly if you do normally. Oh, I think they. I'm guessing it would be. It, it has to be also LFR. Really? I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. um, they don't say. It says it's available as their own wings through Raid Finder, and then they say if you want, uh, you you have to be level blah blah blah. No, Sidian says it is LFR. Okay, wings. all right. I did. I couldn't find go. specific language about which if there were any restrictions there. So it sounds like that's cool. I'm into it. Uh, I guess I have to to get my eye level to 380. I'm not even sure I am. Probably not because that I can't miss out on. I mean, I'm um, barely 400. All my friends are like 430 or something, and I feel like a lazy button mm. so so when is this starting do we know when the raid opens uh yes the day uh hold on it will be well at the, it's with this patch so what's the date on the patch and are they doing it in i don't know if they hmm, hold on maybe okay. they don't say there must be estimates everywhere but uh okay here we go 15th anniversary event new raids memories azeroth chromia has separated the strands of time allowing you to go back and relive epic raid encounters from burning crusade wrath of the lich king and cataclysm each of these limited time raids will feature three iconic bosses and they will be available as their own wings through raid finder to enter the raid you need a minimum of the level 380 players who complete all three wings will receive the achievement memories of fell frost of fire uh frost and fire rather which grants the obsidian Worldbreaker a black dragon flight mount inspired by deathwing all right, so they don't give a date. Um, now, if you can find something, let me know. But I don't see a date. But anyway, whenever this hits, we'll, you'll you'll have that. And I am definitely planning on doing that. Um, I want, whether it's with a raid team or not, I want that mount. And I want to play it. Because I think it sounds like fun. This is also, and I if it seems like it's the last thing we're talking about, because it maybe isn't that great so far... The end of the BFA story, Patrick. It's finally here. No, the end of the war The war thing. What's it called? The war campaign. The war campaign. Yeah. Yeah. And we got the six-minute um, uh, six thing cinematic that we don't know anything about it yet. I am looking forward to whatever that is. It's going to be, I think it's Anduin. Uh, the, the, the rumors are Anduin and uh, Sylvanas making out hardcore in it. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Yeah, they just are well, making out and they're, you know, tongue, lots of tongue, you know, tongue down I the throat. I mean, this is probably not what's going to happen. <laughs> um, but there's, I mean, this is, this is, there's the big answer 
to what we um, what we were wondering about. It's gonna it's gonna come. Yeah. Um, and and what does Sylvanas um, actually do uh, at the end of this uh, story? It's I. The answer I'm is make out. Nervous that make out. With maybe maybe. <laughs> I'm very nervous that they jumped in because they thought it was cool to have, you know, Sylvanas be weird evil and that it's not going to be anything special at the end. Like, she's just going to go and, like, join Nazoth or whoever the the old god is now. Um, And Bane and the others, not Bane. um, Blaine. What's the name of uh, Sergeant Sergeant Old Soldier Pants? Oh. Sergeant Old Soldier Pants. The, <laughs> that dude. He's going to be like, I'm the war chief now. Uh, it's Sour Fang. Sour Fang. Sour Fang. That. that the, the, the fangs that are sour. He's going to be the champion. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm. If they manage to bring it home, I will be very excited. I'm excited um, because, because I think that that's been some of the best parts of this expansion have been the, the cinematic storytelling. And of course you could argue that they've, you know, that it's not been the greatest story of all time, but it's certainly been one of the most dynamic visually. And, 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 you know, just sort of overall, it feels, Oh, I think that the story was very engaging, but I, it's the conclusion that I'm unsure. Yeah. Whether they can stick the landing, it's always the case with these things, but we'll Mm. see what they do. I, here's my personal prediction. It's going to have some major thing to do with Nathanos. He is going to be a problem. And I don't know in what way uh, she's going to like see the light and go, what have I done? I am Sylvanas Windrunner and I've screwed up. And then he's going to go, dark lady, what you didn't know then is that I've got three penises. And he's going to freak out and explode and turn into Nazoth himself or something. And then it's going to be dumb. We're going to be like, oh, great. We got we got uh, there is Nathanos the Kraken uh, to deal with and he'll be a boss or something. Nathanos is going to be a problem. I'm just saying in some no, way, he's going there's to be a no way. I mean, three penises, maybe, but <laughs> Nathanos, Nathanos being, I think it, there's no way that Sylvanas is going to go like, oh, what have I done? I'm nice. I'm nice now. No way. That is, that would be, that would get me very upset. If she all of a sudden realizes the errors of her ways and, and goes like, oh, I'm or like even if she was corrupted and wakes up from that corruption or anything like that, I I would not be happy. You don't like my three penis idea? Be like a Hydra boss, you know, like a big three headed Hydra going. You're you're veering dangerously in a weird hentai anime territory <laughs> i urge you to stop and oh, come back to man. more uh, safe waters. all right i'll come back but okay so either way though i think nathanos for real has something big to in in the end of this thing he doesn't just stand <laughs> see to the now side. anything you say is going to be colored but by, by what you said before i know i can't help it but i'm just saying he's going to have something to do with it he's going to have some major role to play in a way that is is if, leading if anything, into the next expansion, I, I would be less surprised if he decides. Oh my God, she's gone too far. I have to do something about it. Or really, because that guy is yes. like all in. It seems like he's like. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, they're they're probably they're probably gonna go, you know, off in the sunset, and they're gonna be, you know, kissing in in 
Stormwind or something. What's but, his uh, last name? It's Nathanos the Blightbringer or Bright Blightbringer? Is it? Yeah, I think. Blightbringer. So her name would be Sylvanas Blightbringer. Uh, if she decides to change her name, or she could get really, you know, she could be like a modern. I think in that blight caller, blight caller. Thank you, chat room. Yeah. Um, I think in that situation, it, it would, it would be more appropriate for Nathanos to change his name. Nathanos, did um, you take the trash out last night? The garbage man will be here any moment. <laughs> Dark lady, I forgot to a, take the garbage out. That's a, that's a pretty good Sylvanas. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Don't be impressed. Be depressed. That's what you should be. All right. Uh, so there's that. Oh. Uh, what else? Oh, hey, uh, all that lag that... Uh, so there's been this rumor floating around, and I heard it multiple times, both in-game and out, that there was lag in retail servers because Classic was uh, taking precedence. And uh turns out that's all not true. Uh, what happened instead is they foiled a major and sustained DDoS attack and here is an update from Blizzard about it. About it. Uh, hello, everyone. We wanted to return to this subject and put some closure on it. As always, it is our top priority to resolve any issues that prevent players from having a smooth gameplay experience. Immediately after the disturbed, sorry, distributed denial of service attacks or DDoS attacks against our game service began, the Blizzard security team worked around the clock <clears throat> uh, with local and international law enforcement, and uh, they tried to track down the source of the DDoS. It is our understanding that within a few days, authorities were able to successfully identify and arrest a suspect. Oh my gosh, this is like real, this is like FBI, the FBI stories. Anyway, we really appreciate your patience and understanding. So the word is that a lot of those lag issues and, and stuff uh, that was going on was somebody who was, you know, fiddling with the server end of things. So there's that. It's, I wonder, I guess, two things. First, who would be angry enough at World of Warcraft? I'm sure it's not a, a com competitor or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's It seems by what they're saying, and it would make sense, that it's someone or a group of people who are so angry with Blizzard that they would go out and pay some kind of bot service to DDoS their, the, the WoW servers. What would push you to literally sink your money in that futile attempt uh, of, like hurting i mean it does hurt a little bit i suppose but i i don't get that ddos attacks um, are kind of just that though right they're just there to annoy and to frustrate and to disturb yeah, it's just trolling at a high how level. angry but how angry do you have to be with blizzard to go out and pay some you know i i don't know it's weird server farm um, to do it you and know, the other the, thing there, is, we do have a username the person that was arrested uh the suspect the username was metzen 76 i'm not sure what to make of that what do, you, what do you think that's about? That's pretty I crazy. I don't know what that means. Mm. I have, mm, that's Weird. interesting. An interesting development. Weird. Weird. Uh, but also, the other thing is, how freaky is it that you can actually do it? <laughs> like, if you have... I'm sure it wasn't millions of dollars. You know, it probably cost a few thousand, maybe a few tens of thousands, yeah. I guess. Probably more in the few thousands yeah. territory. Yeah. And you can actually disrupt, to an extent, the, the working... Uh, 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 servers of a giant uh, corporation mm -hmm. with with just that amount of money. It's annoying. It's super annoying. I hate it, and I hope people stop doing it. But uh, yeah, it's good and to Benjin know. from the chat room. I understand there are some people who hate WoW. What I don't understand is actually spending money to, and it's not like that person was doing it for the 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 um, 
the lulls? fame of it. Oh, they didn't no. announce it or they, they literally were spending money to be like, I hate Blizzard so much. I'm going to spend three months worth of salary or a year's worth of salary for to, to do this thing that's going to annoy everyone, Blizzard included. Yeah. That's a level of hatred that I don't. I don't understand it either. I'm with you. Um, I think it's I, certainly it exists. I'm not being I don't think either of us are being, um, you know, we're not denying that it's not a thing, but it is always shocking to me that somebody would go to that trouble. Like, especially if you're if you hate if you don't like a thing that otherwise would cost you money to play that thing, stop paying for it and don't play it. To me, that's where it ends. Or maybe you want to go to your social media and go, I'm mad at this game and that's fine. Do that. But then to have your hatred go so far to say, I need to make everyone's experience miserable and also risk my own arrest and in- incarceration. What are you doing with yourself? What life are yeah, you living, man? Anyway. Freaking go find something to do. Go feed the pigeons. Do something. <laughs> Although don't feed, feed the pigeons near my car, please. I guess so. But you're right. I mean, look, DDoS attacks are constant. And they are everywhere, and they're not just games. They're, you know, people are always trying to attack whoever, and security people are always trying to stop them. And it's this tale as old as time. But I still don't understand it. I don't understand the yeah. motivation of it, I guess, is what I'm saying. Unless you just want to, I don't know, Patrick, if I came to your house and just peed all over your couch and then just kept trying mm-hmm. to do it, mm-hmm. would you, you'd go, what is wrong with him? And then you'd say, that well, you're not, correct. you'd say you're not allowed here anymore. And then I would sneak in at 3 a.m. through a window and then pee on the couch again. And then I'd run mm-hmm. and then you'd be like, oh, we got to put locks on the windows so he can't pee on our couch anymore. And then you'd do that. And then that I'd just start, true. I'd start peeing on your door and you'd be like, well, it's not as bad as the couch, but we got to come up with some, you know, some measures to stop him from peeing on the door. Or, you know, I, I do live in Finland, so I would find some kind of weird forest fin uh, with a knife to you know, take care of the problem. Uh, wait, are uh, there forest there fins? No anywhere. Are there forest mm-hmm. fins? What is that? Tell me what that is. So um, there's this uh, uh, image of the fins that are essentially they're people who um, go take a shit in the forest and wipe them- themselves with bears is the image of the fins. Um, that's what some of the Finns do. They, there's, there, there's a legend that uh, so they go to Estonia by boat, especially because uh, alcohol is controlled in the country and it's only sold by a specific co- uh, government company hybrid thing. Yeah, and uh, liquor is quite expensive, so they would go to Estonia and buy lots of uh, booze and come back. And I have a friend who was on one of those trips, and he was like joking around that, "Oh, I heard that legend that that." Um, Finns always carry a knife with them, like, you know, the giant Rambo-type knives. Sure. Uh, and he was with a bunch of Finns, and one of them turns to him and gets a knife out of his bag, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's true, and giant knife. So <laughs> I don't know exactly what the deal is with the Finns. Uh, I'm a little bit scared for the future of my child. Yeah. But if you were to come over and peel over the couch, um, I would probably have a way to deal with that issue. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, sure. I, I wouldn't, I mean, of course, would never try it with you, but maybe another f- unlikely Finn who wouldn't be watching for me. But here's the thing. I always thought they were just, uh, you guys are just all translucent and you can see their heartbeats like baby fish. That's what I thought of all Finns. And you all hovered about a foot above the ground and all that. 
I didn't realize there was like a cool, um, you know, folklore about forest fins who go wipe their butts with <laughs> with <I> bears. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so I cool. guess that you're thinking about the the city fins, the esports th- fins, yeah. which are a different uh, kind of fins, whole different breed. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here's another thing. You know that? Have you seen this B mount? Have you had a look at this thing? Uh, I have. It looks really good. I want it, it really, really bad. Good. Really bad. I want this bee. I um, mean, it's great when it's flying, but it's even better when it's uh, walking around with like its six legs skittering around like a, a kind of spider. It's And the, the wings are all jittery when they do that. It's weird and I love it. I love it. It's got twitchy, twitchy antennae. It's got like weird eyes. It's It's maybe one of my favorite and creepiest because when things look like real bugs and they're huge that freaks me out it's kind of a weird phobia i have i will ride this thing i will have it i don't care what happens what i have to do to get it and they kind of explain what you have to do it's basically going to be a random drop and you got to grind it out but uh there's more to it than that you can go look it up but i cannot wait for this i'm absolutely going to own this damn thing it's my goal for the rest of the so- year so I, I understand you will want that, but have you seen that there's also a glyph for hunters to get bees? No. As pets. No. Mm-hmm. No. The glyph of the dire bees. Um, glyph of the dire bees, like a dire beast, uh-huh. but bee. I get it. Oh, there it is. There's the hunter. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to get a bee. I'm going to name him name him Barry. His, his name will be Barry. Barry the bee. And he's going to go kill shit for me. I'm stoked. That's great. So okay. you can have your bee mount. And the, the bee pet doesn't look as good as the bee mount, but uh, still. Yeah, I'm just ready. I'm ready now. Wait, you already can get bee some bees? Where I've never seen anyone with a bee copcade in the chat room. Where did you get a bee? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Arthur. His name should be Arthur, like B. Arthur. You're right, Just Gut. Uh, that's what we'll do. Arthur the B. B. Arthur. You know who that is, Patrick? You know who B. B. Arthur is? B. Arthur? No, I don't know what that right. is. You ever heard of Golden Girls? You ever heard of that TV show here in the States? Mm-hmm. 80s and 90s, early 90s? No? Uh, it probably was a different name. Um, it's uh, why What's Her Name so popular? Because she's still alive. B. Arthur's not, but um, uh, Betty White, she was I'm- one of those. No, I haven't seen it. All right. B. Arthur was this great actress. She's in tons of stuff before this and famous TV person here. But that was kind of her. Oh, big... Betty White. Okay. Yes. I, I understand what. Yeah. yeah I yeah, know yeah. who Betty White is. All right. So. Well, she was part of the Golden Girls as well. Anyway, Maud, a.k.a. B. Arthur, is uh, awesome. And so to name the, the B. Uh, Arthur is funny. That's funny. Right? All right. Yes. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? There's, uh, there's the bee mount. That's pretty cool. Oh, also, um, if you abused the classic layering bug that was happening in WoW Classic uh, in instances, be they dungeons or raids or whatever, Blizzard's coming after you, it turns out. So be, be frightened. Here's what they say. We've recently become aware of a bug that could be exploited to allow instance encounters to be completely repeated. We have developed a fix for this issue, and we are in the process of deploying it. However... As soon as possible, we will identify those who knowingly abuse this bug, not to be confused with the bee, in an exploitative manner. We will then take appropriate punitive measures. I love the word punitive. Ah, it's so good. Anyway, as a reminder, Blizzard's end user license agreement, or EULA, 
defines cheats as methods not expressly authorized by Blizzard, influencing and or facilitating the gameplay, including exploits and any in-game bugs uh, or of any in-game bugs, and thereby granting you or any others a, uh, an advantage over other players not using such methods, unquote. As always, thank you for your feedback in this matter. Uh, yeah, so they're going after you. I don't know if that probably means bans, possibly, or suspensions, uh, or whatever. I'm guessing temporary bans. If probably. they knowingly did it. Like, how do you know if you knowingly did it, though? Like, Well, they they addressed that specifically somewhere else. I don't think it was in that post. But um, essentially, it's what you would suspect. It's something that needs to happen that is so complicated and convoluted uh, to start that you can't have done it by accident, especially if it happens a number of times. And it seems like this bug was requiring you to do something so specific that you actually wanted to do that and and do it multiple times. So um, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, I, I... did something by accident and I found a bug and now I'm going to be punished for it, the bar is a little bit higher. So I think it's fairly uh, reasonable that we can assume it was the intention was to abuse the uh, bug. It does seem like it. Um, If I were Blizzard, I would be really careful. I mean, and I think they kind of generally are careful about ever going after people for certain bugs. Certain bugs, you don't know you're exploiting them till you did. And then you're like, ooh, I don't know about this. Maybe I should report it. And that's usually what happens. I think they should probably not ban a bunch of people. There's a lot of goodwill in Classic right now. I feel like you just patch it and move on. No, I, but you can't You can't not address these things. Really? If you don't address it once, then people get the sentiment that it's okay to do. And it's not, you know, like if you um, do a raid, that's what the chat room is saying happened. You know, you do 10... MC runs um, in a week, if you don't do something about it, then people, I mean, you could take away the items, but I feel like then it's a slap on the back and you're back to it the next time there's a Well, book. why I don't you do it, this, though? I'm what? not saying they, they should be banned for life, but, a, a, you know, a temporary ban seems like it. I think it's probably, you're probably right, and I think a temporary ban's okay. But in my mind, I'm thinking, if you took any items they got, any gold they got, any anything they got away from them and made it so their time in there exploiting it was just now just a giant waste of time. That seems like pretty good punishment. Like, no, and then you're punished. And then you're, pa- then you're patching it so nobody can do it in the future anyway. So now it's no longer a bug. Yeah, and you made, those, are, you made those guys waste their time. There are always bugs that creep out. Yeah. There are always bugs that creep up. I think it's like, listen, let's do something relate this to the real world i'm ready if you go out Mm -hmm. and rob a bank and you get a million dollars out of it and people catch you and they're like dude that wasn't cool we're gonna take away that million dollars and all right that's it (laughs) then the person feels like they're it's okay to do it again right yeah that's i think i think that's fair you're right they should at least ban the person from walking around yeah. for a couple of days yeah i know you're <laughs> you're right i think you're right now you've convinced All me right. i haven't i know this is unusual on the internet but you've actually brought me around and i will admit that i think you're i think you're right excellent uh but maybe they should do all the things we said. The banning is good, but also take maybe they do take away their XP, take away their oh, items. Oh, of course. Yeah, they should do all that stuff. Oh, XP, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, uh, finally, in the WoW stuff, did you did you even? Well, let me ask you if you wanted to, and if you did, did you try to get one of these server shards they put up for uh, auction that went to charity? Did you do any of that? I mean, I have too much stuff. Yeah. Um, I would have maybe liked to, but you remember that's not the first time they've been doing this. No, they've um, done it for a while now, right? It's a 2013 yeah. or something. I remember seeing those under glass at BlizzCon, and they were pushing it then. The uh, first one was probably 20. Maybe earlier than that. Was it earlier? 2011, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I remember because I managed a lot of the uh, of that process uh, from Blizzard in EU. And yeah. let me tell you, actually, I won't tell you, but it was difficult and complicated. Um, but so back then, I did uh, pool resources with uh, a, a couple of employees, actually, at Blizzard in the uh, PR team. And we ended up buying one of the blades back then. Oh. And it's still, it's one of the blades of one of the servers I was playing, not the main one, but one of the servers I was playing on in the EU. And uh, it's still in their office, I'm guessing, in their new office. Um, so in my heart, I know that I own part of one of those blades, yeah. even though I don't have it with me in my home. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, and also those were the original blades the right. ones they're selling now are like evolved newer mm. versions of mm -hmm. whatever i actually uh was part of the purchase of a real one the yeah. other ones are kind of a little bit fake, og so. blades is what those were exactly if i were uh i mean i if anyone listening to the show has the original earthen ring blade i would be willing to part with a decent amount of cash for that I don't think you would be willing to part with the amount of cash that is required for those things. The popular realms were going for a lot of money. I mean, uh, it wasn't millions, but it was several thousand dollars. Not worth it. I do. There you go. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you two hundred bucks. That <laughs> it's for charity, Scott. Uh, I know. I know. It's two hundred bucks. That's what the history of your character is worth I want, to you? I want, I mean, I, I just am cheap. So, I just, I'm a little tight right now is why. But I would love, mm -hmm. love an earthen ring. Oh my gosh, I would die to have of an course. earthen ring blade. It would be amazing. Well, clearly not. It's worth 200 bucks uh, to you, so. I would just shrine, uh, I would enshrine it and it would be there forever and I would never, I, I, you could just, I could die and it would be fine after that. Well, that's that's why we didn't get the ones I actually wanted from yeah. my main server because yeah. they were going for way too much. So we had to settle for a cheaper one. Well, we'll see uh, how it goes uh, in the future when they do this again. Hey, guys. Here to talk about Audible. All right. So here's the deal. Audible keeps you informed, inspired, entertained. You finish more stories when you listen with Audible and always be part of the conversation. Audible is the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment, including Audible Originals. Audible Originals are stories created exclusively for audio, including documentaries, exclusive audiobooks, and scripted shows. Audible members get more now than ever. Every month, you can choose from one audiobook, regardless of the price, plus two Audible Originals, from a fresh selection. On top of audiobooks and Audible Originals, members get access to exclusive guided fitness and meditation programs. Just go to audible.com slash wow. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash wow. Or text wow to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. I love Audible. I'm about to get the new book by Joe Ambercrombie. 
and I love him. Do you like fantasy books? He's great. And guess what? His audiobooks are even better. And they're even better because of Audible. So I want you to go check it out. There are great benefits. If you don't like an audiobook, exchange it for free. Plus, your audiobooks are yours to keep forever until you cancel. There are no commitments. And you can cancel anytime. Start listening with a 30-day trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. All right. Uh, real quick, let's sum some of this business up right here. So I'd love to talk about Hearthstone because uh, Garrett always knows what's going on, but he's not here um, and I'm not playing it at all. Wait, we can we can we can get that together. Okay. Uh, let's look at the launcher. Okay. Um, we are professionals. Mm-hmm. We we are professional Blizzard gamer knower people. Yeah, that's a great uh, title. The launcher mm-hmm. has uh, Grandmasters live, uh-huh. um, and the Saviors of Uldoom, the Tombs of Terror are uh live as well mm-hmm. and so you can go play single player uh hearthstone right now go yeah. enjoy it it's awesome and i'm looking I at the assume. the tombs of terror thing is a an evolution of their their single player focused uh dungeon dive stuff uh it's still not enough like dungeon slay the spire for me so i'm not as interested in that as i want to be but uh mm. um, sadly i will say this i played the lord of the rings uh lg lcg rather which is short for living card game. It's a thing tabletop gamers know about, which I was new to. But anyway, it's a kind of a totally solo or co-op experience. It feels visually and like kind of aesthetically, it's a lot like playing Hearthstone. It's very nice looking. Um, but the game is basically just a single player. You know, every, every encounter is a puzzle. You have all the cards already. There's no collecting of cards. You just play the game. It's more like a deck builder than a, than that. And it's really cool. But if enough people can convince me that I want to go play this solo stuff, I, is the first one free or do I got to pay for that in this Hearthstone? The first one is free, I believe. All right. Well, maybe I'll go give it a shot. You can go check it out. Yeah. All right. Because some people really like it. I'll have to go check it out. Uh, in Overwatch, not a lot, right? It's kind of quiet. Right no, now. not a huge amount. There's a, um, a, a challenge for bastion to get a, a lego skin essentially yeah so you just have to win nine games uh within the next week 10 days um and you get a, a fun lego brick uh, lego skin for bastion i, su- I assume uh, that's not that, no, it's, it's non-arcade games i assume right those the, those modes aren't oh no, no it's everything oh it's everything it's everything interesting yeah quick play and and aside from that um the roll queue um system has been put in place mm-hmm. which means if you want to play uh, dps you're gonna wait like five to ten minutes between each game now which you know that's what always happens but mm-hmm. uh, on the other hand you always have a couple of healers and a couple of tanks mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of dps so the games feel a little bit more um uh, like they're more proper yeah balanced and uh, it, it, it's a lot of pressure on the DPS, though, because I found that when things don't work out, what happens is that the uh, uh, enemy team isn't dying. Yep. And so you blame the DPS no matter what happens. Mm. So it's kind of a, the reverse of other games where you always blame the healer, kind of. But um, it's my favorite. But, uh, my favorite Morrissey song is Blame the Healer. You ever heard that one? It's really good. Blame the healer. Uh, you haven't heard it? No? 
I haven't. Uh, but <laughs> what you're going to do now is talk about Heroes of the Storm for a second this because is, my kid is oh, you got the kid again. All right, crying go. super hard. Oh, find out what's going on there. Yeah, time. go check that out. All right, and Heroes of the, you're fine. Uh, in Heroes of the Storm, this is perfect timing, actually. Oh, wait, that's not me. That's a screen. Uh, in Heroes of the Storm, there was a big update. There's a big patch and a new event that came out. I forgot the name of the event, but basically it's like this uh, uh, heist thing. Uh, it looks like it's set in like the 1930s uh, looking deal, but I forgot the name. Uh, a couple of character reworks, <clears throat> including uh, a major rework to everyone's favorite ball chucker. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. What's wrong with me? Ball uh, chucker. That's his name. Ball chucker Jones. Uh, freaking. What's his name? The guy from Overwatch. He, he's my favorite character. What's wrong with me? Oh, Junkrat. Junkrat. Jeez Louise. He's getting. He got a total rework, and so did. Um, uh, healer lady from Scarlet Monastery. I can think of her name either. <laughs> no names are coming to me. Uh, no names. White mane. White mane. Or, yes, white mane. She got a. She got a rework. She's now uh, purple mane. No, she's still white mane. She just has some changes. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, and then I got a question for you, Patrick. Now mm-hmm. that you're back, could Blizzard make an Apple Arcade game? And this is what I mean. I've been using Apple Arcade for a couple of days. I'm impressed, actually. Every it's game on there cool, is it? it's pretty cool, and there's a ton of it, and there's some really great development going on in there, and there are games that remind you, oh, yeah, right, mobile isn't just for free-to-play and for weird microcurrencies and energy bullshit and all this stuff that we all hate now. It can actually be for unique and interesting and sometimes wholly new experiences, and obviously that's why they're doing this, and I also think the price to entry is ridiculously low, you get a free month plus five bucks a month. If you're in the iOS ecosphere at all, it's a no-brainer to do this thing. But it got me to thinking. Everyone assumes that Blizzard's entry, and the only one they have right now is Hearthstone, but their their further entry into mobile space has to be free-to-play, has to be these you know loot box-based freaking nightmares that we're all sick of and that we all complain about as core gamers. After playing a lot of these selections from this arcade lineup, I am 100% convinced that Blizzard would be an amazing get for a game to have on the service. But there's the bigger question, which is, I don't know what the developer arrangement is. Uh, I don't know what developers get out of that five bucks a month. But like, how is that all split up? Like, I don't understand how that works. Is it based on who, so it how seems- many downloads you get versus how many people don't download another game? Like, I don't know. Well, my understanding, and it might be wrong, but what I'm hearing is that um, Apple pays a certain amount of money to the game developer to get different levels of exclusivity of the game on the service for a certain amount of time. So if your game is available on Apple Arcade, uh, but also on PC, PS4, and uh, uh xbox one but not on android that would be the lowest level of exclusivity they can get and let's say they get that for a year they pay you a little bit of money you're happy um if the game is only available on ios apple arcade period and no other platform then you get more money especially if it's you know longer period of time Mm. i think and i'm sure different um different companies and different deals are made differently but i think that's the baseline of those things um I don't know that Blizzard would be interested in something like that. Yeah. I wonder if they, you know, Blizzard is such a big name that they would need 
more than just a base sum. Mm -hmm. um, I would love for Diablo um, Diablo Immortal to end up being something like that. I I think development started way too early though, and I'm guessing they baked in uh, some microtransactions because that's you know yeah. they, they're going to be monetizing the game long term because the games in apple arcade have no microtransactions that we understand but also i don't think you can sell additional content like expansions or characters or anything like that like you get it and that's it you're done yeah if you get dlc but, you can do dlc but if you do it's just it's now an update to the game and here's here's more content yeah, yeah. it's free yeah yeah it's free it's a really interesting it's, model and it and it serves the indie space really well i think like it actually yeah. gives it, it finally gives a window to games that need exposure that don't get it because they're not part of the here it's free and now pay us a bunch of dollars later model which well, is, which affects design it, you know what I mean like they can, they can design games exactly with a purity of what their design plan is and not have it be compromised by well we got to figure out a way to monetize all of this so mm -hmm. so I love that but yeah, it also I'd, seems I'd be careful about terms like purity and stuff like that because all of them want to make money it's just the the way they um the, the the business model obviously impacts the game design as you're saying and they apple has found a way with this system to bring back um uh, essentially pay to play mm -hmm. which is when you buy a game and you get it and that's it had disappeared it, it existed in the uh on the platform a while ago but it almost disappeared over the years and it was only free to play and they've managed with this to bring it back somehow yeah um, with a slightly different business because you can still Maybe there's there still would be another game that blizzard could make for that yeah but that's that's I, all I, i'm saying is it's possible they could do something under this under this because it would be a me mega hit I, there it would be a huge platform seller you know that if blizzard did something but that's like the that. thing i don't think apple has enough you know, would would part with enough money to make it worth their while for for Blizzard because no matter how much money they get, they could make more if it was a game that was uh, uh, available for sale to everyone, or that that and probably both that would monetize over the long term. Yeah. Or you know, they make the base game for a year on on the Apple Arcade, and then they add stuff when it's out of Apple Arcade, and it, the base game is free to play. And they add maybe there's a system, you know, they add DLC or characters or something like that. But mm -hmm. I just don't think how much are, is Apple going to pay Blizzard for a game on Apple Arcade if it's just that basic thing? Maybe they can add a clause in the contract that depending on engagement, uh, they will pay more. You know, Apple will pay more mm -hmm. to Blizzard. It that could work. But if it's just a, a basic lump sum, how much can Apple pay Blizzard? Right, like that's, a million, really, that's, that's a it, really, two million. That's a really good question. It would need to be dozens of millions for for it to make sense. For I, Blizzard, I right? completely agree with that, and that's why I'm a little bummed by it because it's not the kind of platform that I think would support a huge developer like Blizzard. However, the kinds of games I'm seeing come out of this remind me of the polished, finished quality of Blizzard games, like or at least closer to it in a mobile format where I'm getting a complete experience. I'm getting it without all that weird tie-in. It's not telling me how to earn these five currencies unless it has gameplay implications. Like it's, I'm playing a, um, I'm playing one of these games on there. I already forgot the name of it. There's so many, I just can't remember their names, but one of them is um, a turn-based strategy game set in a science fiction universe. And I love it. It's Overlands. Like, uh, it's not Overlands. It's called... No? Okay. Although, although that one looks pretty cool. I haven't tried it yet. Um, and I saw that it's on Steam, too. That's on Steam for like 20 bucks. It's crazy. 
Um, but anyway, the the one I'm playing, I forgot the name of it, but it's it's um, I keep expecting it because I I know the format I'm playing in. Any minute now, I'm like, <laughs> when are you going to tell me I'm all out of turns or, and I have to wait or pay? Or <laughs> when are you going to tell me that I have to buy that? You, you know, they're going to encourage me to get that armor with a bunch of gems I don't own yet and then go pay $4.99 for the best value. Like, when is that going to happen? And it never happens because the game is just the game. And it feels great. Yeah, and it's, it's not awesome. like these didn't exist or don't exist normally on the store they do they just get some of them are popular for a minute and then they go away they still have a top paid category it's just that they don't get the exposure and now they're going to get it and i'm super jazzed about it and it made me go oh and this is this is a place where these where big developers have never really had a chance to go for it with design and have it make financial sense for them and this seems like one and i think it's hope against hope that blizzard ever would but who knows i also have a i'm 100% my theory moving forward that Google Play will do something like this. They're totally going to do this. I think it's a smart thing. Oh, they, it's already it's already uh, already announced. Oh, I didn't know they've that when they announced it. Uh, they've uh, teased something called Play Pass or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's coming. It's going to be coming at their October 15th event. That makes perfect sense. They should totally do that. This is a smart thing to do. They're all going to make a and crap ton of money. For all the certainty we have in this discussion um i mentioned it but there could maybe be a way for apple to work out a deal with blizzard to make it so they pay a lump sum and then depending on engagement time spent in the game Mm -hmm. that they release they will get more money that could absolutely work so maybe that would be a a way to make it happen so scott hope isn't dead yet hope is never dead truly truly never dead all right well that's the end of that check this out whoops no check this out Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> town crier means your feedback. We get them in the form of emails and phone calls. You can email us the instance at gmail.com or you can send us a voicemail at 801-471-0462. We got a quick email here from Pete who asks this. All of the nostalgia talk around classic and embracing some of the less refined janky features had me thinking about SWOTOR. Star Wars, The Old Republic. What would it take for y'all to get back into The Old Republic? Better graphics, gameplay enhancements, media tie-ins? With the rumor of either a movie or TV show set in The Old Republic timeline, the tie-in seems like the most likely thing to happen. For all of its flaws, there's still a lot of fun to be had there. Would love your thoughts. Pete. Uh, I mean, The Old Republic, when did that come out? 2013? 12? 13. 12, maybe? Something Something like like that. that. It's not that old, I would say. Uh, I think it still is a fun game. I poked in there recently. 2011. Sorry. 2011. 2011. Okay. I think that game still is a fine MMO and a good alternative to WoW if you want to want to go find something else to play. Um, they're kind of a handful of those. And apparently that thing is profitable, so it should be here for a long time. But SWOTOR, ESO, and Final Fantasy XIV, maybe the most prominent right now, are the three big competitors that all seem to have found pay dirt and make money and therefore will continue to be these cool alternatives. I'm not sure something huge has to change for me to come back. I think maybe a better free to play model. That game went free to play and it really went down the free to play direction, like in a way that I don't like. Um, Whereas ESO and um, uh, Guild Wars 2 and a few others, they have a model that's more like what I appreciate. It's like buy the expansion or buy the game 
and then the game's free. And if you want to pay monthly, you can, and it's a bunch of perks if you do. But really, you can play the game as intended for, for you know without paying a monthly fee for those games. And I think that's really cool. In the case of Final Fantasy, they are a subscription-only game and continue to be. So they're like, wow, in that regard. Um, but my big motivation for going back to ESO once in a while is that I don't have to worry about those barriers. I already have the game. I can get in. If the new expansion looks cool, it's 29 bucks and I'm in. Um, or not. Or I don't have to. I don't have to worry about canceling a subscription. And if I'm really going all in, I might go two, three months with the subscription to get the bigger, bigger inventory, you know, the free coins on their store to buy extra mounts and things like that. But the game proper is all there for me. I think if they did more of that, if they decided to go to that more of a, in my mind, a more friendly model, I might go back and check out Star Wars once in a while. I mean, when's the last time you poked your head in there? It's probably been Oof, 100 years. When it released. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've never really played uh, many of the, uh, those other MMOs for a long time. Um, tried a couple of them. I think what I would need in order to... There are two things I would need. First... Uh, Find a way, fairly easy, find a way to make uh, days last twice as long um, so that we have more time. That would that would be great. Yeah. Uh, so do that. Second, I think as fun as those games are, um, in the past seven, eight years, the, the, the quality level and the fun value of games for many people, myself included, maybe not everyone, but for many people, has increased so much that the bar is much higher and yeah. there are so many awesome games that yeah. the choice isn't really you know for nostalgia sure if you've been playing sword or if you love star wars and want to be in that universe i think that's a draw but if it's just a game like any other game choices for what game you're going to play are so much richer than than they were back in 2011 when it first launched you have you know two dozens other games that are honestly if you want to spend your time in a game that will, you will probably have more fun or more get enjoyment out of rather than sword or so i don't know that for me specifically it would be uh, uh, something i would do but i you know i'm not the the target audience for this no I, I and i it's a, everything you say is that 100 agree on the bar has been raised like after today, when the mailman gets here, which is probably in the next hour, um, I have a Switch Lite coming with a copy of um, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. And guess yeah. what? I'm not going to touch all other games for a while. Like, it's just going <laughs> to take me away. So, you know, that's just the nature of where we live right now. There's so much stuff every day. It's such an embarrassment of riches. If you like video games in general, look, if all you want to do is play WoW, hats off to you. And that is awesome. And lately, that's all I've wanted to do, so I, I get you. But I, I'm the kind of gamer that just wants to be all over the place. You know, I want to play everything. And with the exception of an Xbox, that's how I've always done it. Uh, this particular generation. But I'm also using Game Pass on PC, so I am. Yeah, still... that's what I was going to say. Now, now there's Game Pass on Xbox. So right, and I love it. Yeah. It's so good on and PC. It's so I've been. Did I've... you see what's Oh, yeah. Did you see what's free on the Epic Game Store right now? Oh, yeah, that Batman combo is insane. It's insane. It's crazy. Even if you like, don't want to play the Arkham Trilogy or all those Lego games, you should go sign in and lock in your free copy because why wouldn't you? Like, and I don't even like the Epic Game Store, but their giveaways are on point, dude. Like, it's so good. 
All right, you just reminded I mean, me. It's some of it. the, yeah, it's, it's great. So this is the world we live in. So to get back to the question, I, I don't see Swodor, me wanting to go to Swodor again. The, the movies are a um, good point, And I'm certainly excited to see Rise of Skywalker. But I think um, the, the team behind Swodor and Bioware aren't going to put in the work to make the tie-ins interesting, mm -hmm. right? Um, unless they release an expansion and make it easily accessible that would be set in, I don't know, I mean, Old Republic is, what, a thousand years before New Hope? So it would be hard to get that, um, that tie-in, but I don't know. I think if Garrett, who is a Star Wars fanatic... Was here, he would oh, say, "Oh, yeah. I want to jump back in." But yeah, he would have thoughts on this. I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, and I didn't because we talked about a pre-show. The reason Garrett's not here, he was fully planning on being here, but he had a major <laughs> flooding problem at the house that came up right before the show, and he had to go tear out a closet, and they got to find the source of the pipe that broke, and just house stuff, man. It sucks. I hate it. I hate when stuff like that happens. So I'm feeling for him. Uh, we wish him the best. Hopefully, it's a quick fix and everything will work out on his end. Uh, if you want to be like Pete and why wouldn't you send us an email, the instance at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd rather do voicemail, you can 801-471-0462. It's going to do it for the show today. Um, Patrick, we should probably send people in your direction because you've got a lot of cool stuff going on. What would you like to mention this week? Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. You know, it's always fun. I, it's the end of my week here, uh, mm -hmm. my work week, and I love capping it with a little bit of fun and uh, silliness on the instance. So thank you and thanks to the audience for indulging me and us every week. Mm. Um, and if you want more, if you want to indulge a little bit more, I have two shows for you. First, Pixels, uh, the latest episode, it's a show about games in general. Latest episode, we talked about uh, Borderlands 3, Gears of War 5, a bunch of other things. Uh, my impressions are impressions. So go check that out. Just search for Pixels on your podcast app. And uh, the Phileas Club, which is a little bit more serious, latest episode is a a, a, a show about a specific episode about China in Africa mm. and what they're doing and why they're there and what the um, Africans think about it and how they think about China and how they think about uh, uh, Western countries or, uh, you know, developed countries. Um, super interesting. I had two wonderful guests on, on there, Eric and Lena. And uh, I think you would be, it, it will be really interesting if you, even if you don't like these kinds of topics. So the Phileas Club, uh, both are available at frenchspin.com if you want the spelling of the Phileas Club or just, you know, in your podcast app. P-H-I-L-E-A-S, like Phileas from around the world. Yeah, it's, yes, you should see, you should listen to that show. It does, it actually does good in this world and uh, could not, or could not recommend it enough. Uh, all right. What else was I going to tell people? Oh, uh this is exciting, or maybe it is. Maybe it's just for me. <laughs> uh, probably it is just for me that I'm excited, but I hope other people will be too once they see it. If you go to frogpants.com slash rockrunners, uh, you will see a new card game coming from me that I designed myself uh, with a little help of a childhood game I used to play, but uh, I've, sort of, I've added a bunch of stuff to it that I uh, wanted to, and now I've come up with a game. I did all the art. I wrote the thing. I came up with the rules, uh, and it's fully ready in... Um, 
in uh what am i trying to say in for in the here i'll chat room i'll show you a screen here this is this is so professionally done the way i'm so you're a game designer this. now well we'll see <laughs> we'll see if how this goes how people accept it but uh anyway it's it's a simple uh, game that's super fun and hard to put down. Uh, two to four players can play it. It is not on the store yet. We're actually going to kickstart it because uh, we need to. Um, and that's coming soon. But I do have a test deck here that I'm playing with and love it. I'm having a blast with it. And it's uh, a special thing close to my heart. So I want people to go check it out. There'll be more on this site soon in terms of rules. There'll be some video showing it being played. Uh, the Kickstarter's coming soon. But uh, if you're interested in a cool sci-fi themed fun uh, card game that I made. Uh, head on over there and check it out, and then keep your eyes open for Rock Runners Incorporated coming soon. Uh, for a while there, it was called Space Rocks Incorporated, but I found out I was competing with somebody else's project with that name, and I said, "Nope, gonna change it." So, Rock Runners Incorporated, a fast and fun card game for everyone. Go check it out. All right, Patrick, I think that's gonna do it for us. Thank oh you all for. God. Yeah, I know, right? It. Finally. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. It's been a great show. We love having you here. Thanks, all you live people. Go to theinstance.net for the website. If you want to support us, there's a link there for that as well. Get lots of great monthly rewards, both physical and digital, if you support us over at theinstance.net. Thanks to everybody who does. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick. We'll see you next time. Bye, bye. Patrick. Bye-bye. Oh, that's cute. Ciao, ciao.